What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back to our second edition here at the Win Casino and the Blue Wire Studio. Joined alongside Daniel Alvarez. What's going on, Danny? What up, champ? How you feeling? Oh, another day, another podcast. But actually, a great subject was we're going to be talking about the heavyweight division. I love me some Andy Ruiz Jr. He's going to be taking on, I guess, previous Deontay Wilder victim, but one of Deontay Wilder's toughest fights, Luis Ortiz. And that's kind of why Deontay made a prediction. Can you guess who he picked? I mean, I would assume Ortiz. Why? I mean, that's who he fought. So he wants to fight Ruiz. Why would he pick Ruiz? No, he wants to fight Ruiz, so why would he pick Ortiz? Because that's who he beat already, so it would just make his victories over him look that much better. Like, oh, Andy's the one, you know, the recent unified heavyweight champ of the world. Mm. You get what I'm saying? He's the younger, fresher fighter. You get what I'm saying? He should be easily taking care of Luis Ortiz, so... This is true. This is true. And, but and, and it adds fuel. I feel fuel. like it's shooting and, yourself in the foot. No, nah, it's not. And it's adding fuel to that fight because if you think about it, now Andy... Has it, a reason. No, not just that, but if he beats Ortiz, he could be like, oh, you picked against me. You think I ain't that? We'll come find out. Blah. You know what I'm saying? Like, No, he's going to be in the post fight. Well, I want to fight Deontay Wilder next. He picked against me. I want to kick his ass. <laughs> he kind of talks like that right now. He kinda, Bad impression? No, I mean, I don't think it was a good one, but he kind of does talk like that. Like, So how could it not be a good one, but I kind of sound like him? Because, like, a good one to me is, like, Jamie Foxx level. Aerie Spears level. Those are really good. Whoa. Actually, no. I heard Aerie Spears the other day. One of those clips I sent you, he was impersonating someone. I didn't think he did a good job of Who? whoever it was. I because he does he does the I best. I can't remember because the dude had the nerve to be talking about Lizzo when he is huge. He doesn't even look the way he used to look when Def Comedy Jam happened. So the fact that he was out there talking about somebody else's weight, he's ridiculous. Don't get me wrong. I already know he don't care. I watched everything I sent you, so I know how he feels. And... He's a G because he's milking it. Every post that he posts is attached to his store. Like, he's intelligent. And his, and but, his, broad, uh, his uh, podcast. But he can't help but, like, tell the truth. Like, he don't look anything like he used to look, which is crazy because I remember mistaking him for someone that played in, like, that movie with, 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 with Tupac and uh, Poetic Justice. I used to think he was the other dude from Baltimore. And now he looks like he ate the dude from Baltimore. You know what I'm talking about? Chicago. Nah. Chicago from... Oh, my God. Don't tell me this young guy never seen Poetic Justice. I'm going to throw but this at you. I don't, I don't you never seen Poetic Justice? Nah, but back to the topic, Yeah, though. I know. I know. Yeah. I know. My guy over here. Well, um, I mean, you know, I was wandering off about to talk about other things, kind of the way Deontay Wilder was. He wasn't even at his press conference today. I'm so glad I didn't make the trip to Brooklyn, all the way from Las Vegas. See, we had this conversation not too long ago, and you're like, oh, why you left? Why you don't do it? This is why. Media traveled across country to record. Can we get that thumbnail one more time? Not the thumbnail, excuse me, but the uh, uh, image of the press conference just to show that not one, but both fighters weren't there. So, so they secured a venue, invited media, set up chairs so that you could watch two screens. 
This is blasphemy, man. So, There's no other sport that does this. This is a disrespect and a smack in the face to every fan. This makes no sense. And I know you're dying to excuse this. Oh, he got held up. They both got held up. Both their planes. No, no, no. Uh, both their private jets. No, no, no. Because no. it wasn't economy flights. No, uh, it wasn't no fucking so, yellow cab in New York City. Let me tell you, he had, he definitely has him a suburban or something beautiful. You know, some private black car, something, right? So they could have been there. Someone could to have two. 47 inch screens at that. Damn, give them some 75 inches. That's sad, bro. Yeah, I'm not. I, I mean, that's the first of its kind. We've never seen that. The fact that they made history with this is ridiculous. This is sad. Two television. What am I doing there? Recording a television. Can't they just send me the file? Why would they invite us? That was sad. Um, this is where boxing is gone. Yeah, so I know Robert Hellenius was never supposed to be in attendance because he's in training camp and somewhere mm-hmm. across the world. Meanwhile, he's always able to make it to Alabama to be Wilder's sparring partner. Um, that's where his job's at at the moment, you know? Mm. Um, Quite interesting. And then, yeah, from my understanding, there was, like, issues with Deontay, whatever flight Deontay was on on his way to the press conference, uh, you know, this so- morning. So we flying in the day of. Or it could have been last night, whenever whenever it was. Oh, okay. So then you were late last night. You couldn't make it in this What's morning. What's today, Tuesday? Today's Tuesday. Yeah, it was yesterday. He left. Uh, he was leaving LA yesterday. So no flights. Oh. I'm not. Um, so I was with you during the press conference. I cut it off. Um. I don't know if it was the plane did take off and had to make an emergency landing somewhere else or mm. some something of that nature. I just know that there was issue with the travel. So yeah, man, it's a it's not a good look, man. It's not a good look. Um, he was here in Las Vegas and overtook the Luis Ortiz, who we're actually talking about, and Andy Ruiz media workout. Um, he should have just announced whatever he was going to announce there and live and in the flesh. You know, uh, all of the content from that media workout was heavily based on Deontay Wilder. So um, he would have had a, a better effect here in Las Vegas when he was here in Las Vegas. I, I think they wasted a ton of money going to Brooklyn to do a half presser. Shout out to Keller Plant and Andre Durrell. Excuse me, Anthony Durrell. Did you watch that part? I did, yes. That was... You know, in a way, saved it, right? What do you think? Uh, There's some real bad blood between those two. Yeah, at least at least it wasn't born. You feel me? Like, exactly. oh, he's a great fighter. He's a great champion. I I respect my point. You know, they don't feel that way about each other at all. You know what I'm saying? And they're not shy. They're not gonna bite their tongue at all. Did you notice Keller Plant? I bet you no one did. Did you notice Keller Plant? With what specifically? With uh, after the press conference. There was no traditional face-off, but Keller Plant stood there just looking at Darrell. And when Darrell finally noticed, it was too late because there's, like, someone kind of telling him to go. So he's, like, talking shit on the way back. And, nah. I... And, and Keller's still in front of his chair talking shit. So it was just... I like Keller, man. You know he about that sauce. Like, you don't smack Canelo. You don't... Who He he smacked Benavidez, right? Jose? Swan, yeah. Swan. 
Like, he about that. Mm-hmm. He out here fighting in the projects. <laughs> like, Caleb is the real deal. Don't get too close to him because uh, he going to let you have it. He's a heavy favorite, though. I wasn't expecting that. Like, I think the dog is like a minus 1,200. I'm going to pull it up. Well, let's uh, get Jeremiah in here. Okay, let's do it. Yeah, let's get Jeremiah We do have heavyweight Jeremiah uh, Milton in the building, coming off a sensational knockout on ESPN in Tulsa. And, uh, man, he just keeps getting highlight real knockouts. Highlight real <laughs> knockout after highlight real knockout. Uh, so definitely excited to get Jeremiah Milton uh, in that chair right now that he's sitting down in. Uh, first guest to be part of all three or to have been a guest at all three Las studios. Vegas studios. Yes, man, the trifecta. This guy's been to Sticky Paws, then he's been to our uh, Everyday Studio, and now here in Blue Wire, man. So uh, we we definitely appreciate Jeremiah. Um, what's going on, champ? Hey, man, it's it's good to be here. Definitely been watching the progress uh, from both sides. Y'all got to see me grow. Y'all know that y'all actually gave me my first professional um interview. No way. Shut swear. Yeah, Damn, that's crazy. Yeah, so I mean, um, you know, even from that time, I, I I just take notes of things, you know what I'm saying? I don't ever forget stuff. So even like whenever y'all was still in Florida, I believe. Yeah. And uh y'all came out for that fight, you stopped me in the mall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember, <laughs> that. Like, I remember that. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, uh, it's a beautiful thing when you like, you know a guy. But you don't know what he's about to do or what he's on. But y'all, mm-hmm. y'all got to see my growth. Y'all got to see my path. Yo, word is born because I remember <clears throat> Nesta. This was like pandemic time. Oh yeah. And, and, and Nest sent me, you, you know, maybe your number, your Instagram or something. And he's like, yo, he's at City. You know, back when we was allowed in there. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, yo, go check him out. And you had just got done having your fight at in Detroit at Crunk. Yeah. And I was like. I will, you know, and mind you, this is peak Wilder Fury time. So right. I'm like, I'm, I'm looking at you. I'm like, ah, you, you looking a little small, but you know, I'm you like, asked I'm me a spot. I think you did. You was like, yeah, I get some work with you. It's something crazy. Um, what? Oh, yeah, no, you was like, that was that. Yeah, you was like, yeah, let's get some work. That's, I swear, I remember. Nah, and I, I'm not, not gonna lie. During that time, I definitely was boxing during that time. But <laughs> I, yeah, I doubt I would have told you that. <laughs> but nah, uh, yeah, man, you've definitely been having a very fun ride, I would say, and a, a good one. You know, a good one. I think that from the outside looking in, at least. You know, you've been able to shine on big cards. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that it fell short, but you were supposed to be recently on that Jake Paul undercard live from Madison Square Garden. And I know you were so, so excited and ready for that mm. fight. But uh, any possibility of seeing you on a on a Jake undercard? We're hearing he's back in October. Could you maybe... Yeah, they're saying versus may- Anderson Silva. Could you maybe, I like that. Could I you do. maybe make an appearance on that? Yeah, you know, um, I believe, you know what I'm saying, all things go well and how it's supposed to be, you know what I'm saying? You, that's where you'll see me next, uh, you know, uh, with Jake and his team and, you know, working close to my team. Uh, there was a lot of, uh, a lot of, uh, I would say, like, uh, I, I don't know how well he actually knows of me, but him personally, you know what I'm saying, he reached out uh, to me during the whole cancellation because I made my little shout-out post and he responded. And, uh, yeah, he said it. He, He'll have me back soon. He's looking forward to seeing me back soon. So I believe with all good things in order, that that's my next move. 
That's what's up. Man, I got to ask because um, it's like we said when we introduced you. It's like highlight real knockout after highlight real knockout. Are you starting to feel pressure to produce these highlight real knockouts? I mean... There's pressure in boxing, but it's not really for the knockout. Like, I didn't go into this fight knowing no. that I had a lot of pressure on me to follow up. But, but like, you know, man, I mean, look at my hands, bro. Like, I worked my hands to the bone, dog. And, I mean, I knew I was going to do something special again just because of the work I put in. So, like, um, you don't go looking for the knockout, of course. Uh, took my time with the boxing. And when it, when it developed, you know, it developed. So That We're, punch, it looked like you didn't even put any power <laughs> like you just went through the motion boom it, immediately it's we were watching timing. it live and uh i said oh wow that was charlo lubin because mm. he leaned into that yeah yeah, yeah. Same way. With it. the difference i think for charlo was like straight right i'm not sure but the point is his momentum and your momentum and it was just lights out bro but it didn't look like you put any it's just like People didn't see with my left hand. I I got him, so I kept him now. You know, I was sweeping right here with my mm -hmm. with my left, and I, I was trying to get him to shoot his right. And as soon as he shot his right, I just I knew it was gonna be wild, so I just leaned back and I actually pulled him, and I turned into it. But uh, yeah, it's a beautiful thing, man. I love it seeing in the comment sections or whatever. People are like, man, I didn't see the punch, or oh, did he really hit him? And you can hear it. You definitely can hear it. You mm -hmm. can see like the neck. You know what I'm saying? But like, it's hard to see. And uh, that means that my hand speed is coming along like it needs to. You know, I'm relaxing on the shot like I need to. Because when I, you know, look at the confidence in the walk-off, man, I knew it was like the same shot that I hit Daphne with when I mm. knocked him on that rope. You know, that was my first time landing a punch like that in a fight. Um, but the feeling on that punch was the exact same as this last one. So I knew I was like, okay, I'm getting, I'm getting more familiar with that feeling. Mm. of landing the, the right shot, you know? Because you can hit a guy, you can land a good punch, it'll be flush or whatever, but that perfect punch, man. Puts him out. Talk, yeah. talk about how much of that is attributed to your work that you've been getting with Coach Larry Wade, you know, as your strength and conditioning and, and uh, you know, just bringing that as along to your, to your camp. Well, yeah, I mean, um, you know, definitely shout out to all the guys that, I, you know, my process in Vegas has been been so different. It's been so different, um, you know. Uh, but for this one, you know what I'm saying, as far as the conditioning stuff go, uh, I, I, I felt like for this fight, I actually got away from a lot of the, the in the end, because I was supposed to fight on the sixth. So whenever that pivoted, I was already in shape. I was already ready to go. All I needed to do was maintain. But really, I focused a lot more on my boxing and my stretching, just becoming loose again um, to where, like, the muscle would 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 be relaxed enough to just to whip out like that. But uh, you know, I've learned a lot from all these guys out here, whether it be the coaches that I've worked with um for strength and conditioning, like Wade and those guys, or it be my boxing coaches. Um, and uh yeah, one thing about it, my coach that took me into the fight, Rodney uh Chrysler, we were working on that shot in the back of the locker room, and I'm telling you, it felt like that was gonna be the punch. Hmm. Yeah, so I got to give hats off to him. It was really... Yeah, you know, shout out man. Coach Rodney. Yeah. So Rodney's been with you from the beginning? Rodney was with me during the viral knockout, mm -hmm. okay? We trained uh, for that fight, um, and I was working over at Bones, you know. Um, but, uh, you know, I got back with Rodney 
only a week and a half before this fight, uh, you know, my coach Otis was off in Saudi Arabia. Um, so there had to be some changes, you know, it had to be, I couldn't be out here by myself going to another ESPN day because at the, at the end of the day, you know what I'm saying? Like, I know I'm special. I know I got talent. I know I, I know the world is watching to see what I'm going to do next. Um, you know, getting back with Rodney was one of those things I felt like I needed to do just because, uh, you know, he, he don't, he not an ego coach. You know what I'm saying? He is all about, you know what I'm saying? Making sure, um, the fighter has the best tools and using his tools at, at, at um, you know, he's, he's really underrated. He flies so under the radar cause he don't, he don't, he don't always speak up and throw his weight around and brag about anything he does, mm-hmm. you know, but his resume speaks. So, so you back training at Bones or he goes to see you at Mayweather's? No, no, I'm back at Bones. Um, so we're back over there. Um, nice man, and, you know, hey, popping up one stop of- shop. So, I gotta get over there. So it wasn't about it wasn't about uh, Otis being unavailable. It was a it was just a change I mean, that he that wanted to make. Played a factor. Yeah, no, it was a, it was a lot of a lot of different things. And okay. man, I got a lot of um, man, I love all the guys over at Mayweather's. You know what I'm saying? But it's it's my one career, um, and for me, it's like uh, you know, I'm already I've already been on that stage, like you know. Um, and I'm expected to do things on that stage, and I don't want to be feel like I'm moving backwards, y'all. I'm, I'm really because I'm a, everybody want to say, "Oh, you're a late start, you're a late start," and I, I understand this, but I don't make no excuse about it. You know what I'm saying? So um, I gotta continue to climb. I gotta continue to grow. No, I get it. I was just making sure because I know Coach Rodney left for a couple weeks, and he's gonna leave for a couple weeks again for Devin's, you know, fight coming up in October. So yeah, well, yeah, and I mean, you know. When those things happen, you know what I'm saying? You just, you make your adjustments. Absolutely. Um, and I, that is what it is. I know a lot of these coaches out here, availability is short, you know what I'm saying? It's just, it's it's a time thing. It's a it's a money thing sometimes, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's a lot of different things. Absolutely. Well, um, you continue to perform on a high level uh, on ESPN, man. Nothing yet? Oh. Like, you got to be making someone happy. They keep bringing you back, but no long-term deal. Uh, I don't know. I don't know, man. I feel like it's on the way. You know what I'm saying? This fight was a couple days ago. Maybe give it a week, see what happens. You know what I'm saying? See, what's, see what the buzz is talking about. You know, I have my promoter back home, Tony Holden. They're doing good things with me. You know what I'm saying? I feel like they got a good vision um, and, you know, my management. But, uh, yeah, I'm... I'm Always hoping for more, baby. For sure. I just look at it like Top Rank just signed the he- uh, the heavyweight, the Golden Boy let go. Arslan or something like that, man. Yeah, right? from Russian Canada. Joy, yeah. The Russian guy. And I mean, we they're invested in the heavyweight division. It's it's you know them and I mean BBC, there was like, there was what three heavyweight fights on the card Saturday night. Four, four. That was Fa me, uh, oh, Richard and yeah, Baby. Yep, yep. You're right. Four. Yep. And it's like. You guys eventually should be fighting each other. And if you're not in a top-ranked deal, you're probably not going to get those fights. You know what I mean? Like, why would they put you in there with F.A. without a deal and you beat them? Mm-hmm. Yeah. On their TV. Now, right. now, now, you beat them and the belt go wherever you came from and they left without a belt and no yeah. rematch, no nothing. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, a network deal... I mean, Boo Tennis, mm-hmm. you know, obviously he's a small promoter in Cameron Duncan, but he got that Showtime deal. Mm-hmm. So maybe maybe you interest. I mean. No, I think it is going to come. Um, mm. I just felt that 
the knockouts on ESPN are being so consistent that, you know, someone would have. Yeah, you know what's crazy, man? The the business of boxing is a total another monster. It's a whole another beast. Mm-hmm. You know, the only thing I could focus on really is just making sure my bread is straight and uh I'm in the gym and I'm learning, you know what I'm saying? I'm I'm ready. Now you gotta focus on them on them performances looking the way they are because yeah. that's what's gonna get people talking and that's what's gonna get these people wanting you on their cards, man. Your division uh is on fire right now. It really is. Um Obviously, I want to, before we transition into our main topic of uh, Wilder's prediction of the Andy Ruiz and Luis Ortiz matchup, I wanted to get your thoughts on the performances on your card. Who, what heavyweight would you say had the performance of the night? Yeah, I'm going to take that. Mm. I'm going to take that, you know. It was my city. It was my card. Mm. <laughs> I'm going to take that. Okay. You know. Who who came second? Second I, best performance. I would say... Um, it's a toss up between uh Richard and um and uh Big Baby. I think Big Baby had the performance. Mm. I think I think he might have edged out. I mean, just cuz of the level of you know Richard did what, what Richard does, you know, he come out bullied and uh my man looked like he was a a fan of boxing, not really like a, a boxer. <laughs> <laughs> my man, yeah. I don't know. Yo, but Richards is killing out there, he bro. He, those knockouts are Devastating. He's yeah. He's a. He obviously he got a brutality about him. You know. Yeah. He might be undersized, but he don't worry about none of that. He comes in and, you know, he does what he does. You know. Um, what you think about that mustache, though? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yo, he's a, he's a he's an interesting cat, man. Yeah, for real. Yeah, yeah. No, he's different. Yo, I, I gotta ask. Uh, what do you think of uh, Hassan Rockman Jr. getting the Vitor Beltor fight? Vitor Belfort fight. I'm sorry. I think Belter might smack him. Oh, no um, way. Well, I mean, you know, uh, yeah, I really believe that. After I watched... Uh, the Evander Holyfield? Yeah. I was live at that one. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, and Evander's, you know, age. But, you know, there's a level of intensity. You could see it. I don't feel like Rockman brings that level of intensity in his fights. Mm. Are you surprised that he got another big opportunity? Wait, 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 Danny. You got to double down on that. So you're saying this because you've shared the ring being at Bones. We never spar. I've what? never, I've never. So you watched him spar? I watched him fight. I've watched him spar on, on, you know, you know, some tapes and whatever's been leaked lately and all this stuff, you know. Uh, Never I, in person? Yo, Never but wait, but wait, I got to see how, how much he digs. When you say what's been leaked, are you talking with Jake Leak or are you talking with another stable mate of yours? <laughs> yeah, shout out to my boy Don. See? Putting see? Yo, yo, yeah. Hey. Okay, so it is what you see yeah, yeah, what in sparring. There's even a video of his dad whooping up on him. You know what I'm saying? It's crazy. Yeah, it's a little short clip. His dad just, you know, that shout out to his dad. Rockman Senior, yo, he still got it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh-oh, yeah. we building up a fight here. Milton versus Rockman, man. He ain't gonna like that. I'm wow. telling you. Yeah, I saw you guys have a back and little back. Oh, and so you forth. do have a oh, you do have a thing. Nah, you know what? Like, it, it ain't, it ain't, it ain't really like heavy like that, but it ain't, you know what I'm saying? If, if that's something that's how man, they start. Man, how they no, start? no, no, what no, nah, cause ah. you you know what Jeremiah does. He was saying the same shit about my guy and them, and then he, they having fucking meetups at facing off in Resorts World. And <laughs> you and Rockman? Nah, 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 nah him and uh, uh, Savage. Yeah, Savage. Oh, Babic. Nah, yeah. Savage. 
DeAndre, yes, yes. Man, you got a couple nemesis. That's good. We were talking about that earlier in our other studio that not a lot of fighters get to have an Earl and a Crawford, you know? Like, Pacquiao and Mayweather, they, they were lucky to have that, you know? Regardless of Pacquiao losing, he's tied to Mayweather forever. And... You are building that hair with Rockman <laughs> Jr. and definitely DeAndre Savage. He on your heels. Yeah, DeAndre Savage. That's that's my uncle Elroy right there. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I wouldn't call him a Crawford or nothing. But, so, 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 <laughs> but so, he's definitely there. So 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 we'll see because it would surprise you then if he's the one across the ring from you, let's say for a title shot or an eliminator. You don't I, think he'll make it there. Who's that? Savage. Ah, no, no. I mean, he, you know, I feel like he might, he might talk his way there. He might. Who knows? <laughs> Who know? You know what I'm saying? Like they, they are masters at like getting in position mm -hmm. that they shouldn't be in. But um, but you know, with the Rockman stuff, like, you know, that all came about just because, you know, I'm a man about my bread, you know what I'm saying? And uh with him not making that weight, like, yeah, that's that's why I had to speak up. Like, yeah, I'll take the fat boy because uh you messed up my bread, bro. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I ain't had no actual like so that got it, back to him, though. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, he responded. He said, we in the same city, you know what I'm saying, pull up. And I'm like, uh, or like something. I said, bro, you, I've been out here two years, dog. You know what I mean. I ain't, I ain't never heard What's nobody... up with the barbershop? I heard something about a barbershop. Uh-oh. Damn. Oh, yeah, yeah, Danny yeah. got the scoop. <laughs> you got the scoop. Yeah, we was in the barbershop, you know what I'm saying? We made a little flick about it. Uh, you know what I'm saying? I was asking people in the city. I said, yo, you, because you, he said, this is my city. Oh, so you, you know was asking he people, you were, do you know you Rockman? my city. I said, yo, you know Rockman Jr., man? Do, we, do he be outside like that? You know, like, <laughs> do he be outside? I don't, I don't know, you know? But, uh, yeah, man, you know, so he 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 bobbing his gun. But only time I ever heard about Rockman Jr. from another heavyweight is, is if they was talking about pulling punches, you know? Oh. So, I don't know. Did you watch his fight with uh, one of the sons of Tommy Morrison? Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, um, I've, kn I've known Kenzie for a minute. We being, you know, I'm from Oklahoma. He was training in Arkansas at the time. Mm -hmm. I think he's still out that way. Um, yeah, I don't have much to say about it. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah. I, I thought you was going to have something to say, being as though you know Kenzie. Yeah, I mean. Um, have y'all worked? Yeah, we did. We sparred when I was amateur. I was like um, four, four. Fights amateur in, and I mean, you know, they about the same. They about the same. I mean, you know, it's just when you're out there, you got to be immersed so, in the so, sport of boxing. So, so despite his experience, would you be ready for Morrison right now? No doubt, man. That 19 what? and 0. Come on, man. these these records, bro. They, mm. they so you saying his 19 and 0 is fabricated? It's a it's a, it's a, it's a Chris Lovejoy 19 and 0. Now that love, Joy, that's a that's a stain, you know what I'm saying? So I don't know about, I, I don't, I can't say that, but I'm just saying like, um, you know, you got to move accordingly, you know what I'm saying? So his next couple fights, you know, he'll have to move carefully. I mean, he he comes, he fights, you know, he's just gonna walk forward. But people didn't think he was gonna beat Rockman. You seen the camp Rockman was having, you know? I mean, I didn't think he was gonna beat Rockman either. Rockman. That's but you out here, Rock, you got all the all the availability, you got access. Yeah, but that's cool to blame it on Rock, man, why he ain't get the win. But huh? you thought McKenzie wouldn't get it. He got it. Shouldn't you give him respect now? Based off the performance from both guys, I mean, they, look, they was huffing and puffing both of them in the second round. You know what I'm saying? Like, well, you know, if you put a cheeseburger in there or something in the middle of the ring, you say, hey, fight for this. I don't know, man. It just, it just didn't look right. You know hmm. what I'm saying? From a... 
it didn't look right. I mean, you know, definitely shout out to Kenzie for getting the win, you know, especially underneath those circumstances. Um, cause you ain't you ain't living in the actual boxing scene, you know? Hell no. Nah. What type of work is he getting in Arkansas? Uh, yo, I mean, shout out to the homie. He was sparring with the homie for the most part, Calvin <laughs> Henderson, 178. The homie. Yeah, yeah, I mean. 178, damn. Come on, man. Like, this is heavyweight boxing, you know? Uh, I just, you but know, he's, he's got to have heart, though, because he heart. got in there, right? Like, he got in there on a Legends card or son of, son of a Legends card knowing that his O would be on the line with another son of a legend. Both of them put it on, you know what I'm saying? I think uh, it was the right fight to be made, maybe the money, whatever was right for them. They agreed to it, and, you know, Kenzie was the better man out of the two. But, you know, that's them. You, <laughs> you, know? you ever spar with Andy Ruiz? Uh, nah, not really. I mean, um, that we were down there in San Diego. I, I, I know Andy, you know what I'm saying? I got his number and stuff. He was going to invite me to a couple of his camps, but it hasn't. Necessarily happen. You better hit him up. That's crazy. How he gonna invite you? Not invite you, but invite your nemesis. Now, nah, yo, you know uh, your nemesis <laughs> out there thanking him like, thank you, Andy. Shout out to the Savage getting that work. Hold up, hold up. So Savage is talking about, yeah, I'm out here sparring with Andy. Then he come posting some pictures of them doing behind the scene camera work. He's strapped up to like a whole GoPro machine. Um, so there's a difference between spawn. I hope he knows like that wasn't oh, spawn. Oh wait, wait, wait. So wait, so wait. He Maybe was, he, thought he, was, he was the spawn partner with cameras on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He got camera. Man, I'm talking about. You could go to his Instagram. You can see the picture. Like he's talking about. Yeah, I'm spawn. <laughs> but he hooked up to a whole rig, and like they're like, okay, now pause. You know what I'm saying? Like that's not spawn, dog. That's, oh, they was that's a commercial. Oh, I was gonna say they was filming a movie. That's a commercial, dog. That's not spawn. Yeah, but that was that day he shooting the, the commercial. <laughs> <laughs> You're terrible. I don't see what is it? Wait, is this a story? Is this <laughs> it's a story? on his page, man? He's like, it's like it looks. Yo, cool, y'all got a fight. I need to see that <laughs> fight. Man, we got to get a nice big Vegas fight to put that on, man. We got, we got to get Bob. Does Bob know what's going on between y'all, man? We got to get that on the Las Vegas card, man. I, isn't To coming back over here? And for what? Uh, the end of the year? Nah, nah, New York. Hmm. Hmm. New York. So what? What are? What are? What are you planning? When do you think you'll be ready to get back in there? It wasn't too many rounds, right? No, no, I felt great. Um, you know, people was asking me like, um, did I hurt my hand? Because I, I did this with my hand. I just, I winded it up and I walked off. But that was me winding my hand, not, not, not shaking it. Mm. Um, you know, shout out to Mike Basil, who was my um uh, rap and cut man. Man, it was just a really, really good, good rapping job by him. Uh, you know, him and Stitch, both legendary guys in the game. Um, so I'm really appreciative of that. Yeah, I'm ready to go. You know, I didn't, I, I wanna, I, I had a long camp. So I was, I was over the sparring. I was over punching the bags. You know, I just like, okay, let me just fight. I actually took off a little earlier in sparring just because I got a little bored. So like, you know, I was ready to go on the six. And, uh, you know, I'm I'm thankful, I'm blessed that I was able to pivot into um, the Tulsa fight, that being my hometown too. Um, but yeah, yeah. So I'll I'll be out doing my thing this week, and then I'll be back in the gym, making my way, looking to go in October. Did uh, Bruce? Did Carl? Uh, Bob? Did any of them give you a give you a that a boy a, <laughs> a good job? You know, yeah. You know, Bob. Bob was sitting there. He, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
yeah, so I mean, um, I, I, ESPN was coming up to me. A lot of these guys was coming up to me. They are very interested in my story. They're interested in me. You know, uh, we just kind of have to see how it rolls, but I know what I'm going to do. I just got to keep performing, baby. For sure. For sure. And it's still early, man. It's still early. You know, uh, you, you don't have the same road as a maybe another heavyweight, but you, you're definitely carving out your own path for sure. Mm. You know, people in your position that don't have a major promoter, they don't get as many TV fights as you, you've gotten this early. Like, you're 6-0, and oh, and I feel like half probably those. watch, you know, a little more than half of those when I shouldn't, you know? You're all the way from Tulsa. Um, or typically wouldn't, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah you know, shout out to Matchroom, because they do that well with, you know, Diego Pacheco and Raymond Savage. Their entire careers have been on television from the beginning, like a Joey Spencer. But those mm. are major promoters, Matchroom, PBC. Yeah. So you and your team are doing a fantastic job uh, being able to keep you busy and on television on a major network like ESPN time and time again. And you you continue to do your job and impress by putting on those knockouts because that's how you get people to remember you yeah. and, and get those networks to want you to come back because at the end of the day, knockout sell, man. Knockout sell. But speaking of knockouts, we got to talk about the uh, Browns bomber himself making a prediction. Me and Danny were talking about it early. I'm sure you heard in the green room there. Danny feels like he's got to pick Luis Ortiz to further cement his own legacy, he being Wilder. Uh, wh why do you think a Deontay Wilder would be picking Luis Ortiz? And are you? Because I feel like the fresher Andy is going to win. Well, yeah, I, 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 to Danny's point there, I believe, uh, you, you know, that is along the lines of why he would run with uh, Ortiz. And also, you know, meeting Wilder, seeing the type of person he really is, like, you know, him and Ortiz got that connection. They fought. You know what I'm saying? They had two fights, you know what I'm saying? And, um, you know, they both have a, a very similar background with the daughter uh, mm -hmm. and, you know, that uh, illness. Um, Absolutely. So, uh, yeah, so there's a deeper bond than just like, yo, that's that's my boy in a sense. You know what I'm saying? You can have respect for each other after y'all fight. So, like, you got to continue rocking with the home crowd. Now, I mean, also it stirs the pot, you know what I'm saying, for them to be like, all right, well... Now you went with uh, the other dude. Once I beat this dude, now I want you. Exactly. You know, so yeah, we'll we'll see how that pans out. I mean, I I would just I think building up the guy you want to fight <clears throat> is how you make it a big fight. You know, like nah, Andy's gonna beat him. The only one that's gonna beat Andy is me. Like, but now you saying that the dude you beat could beat him. How is Wilder versus Ruiz a big fight? Cause that's. The pre that's what they're building up to, right? Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Now they're able to have somewhat of a rivalry. Like, and yeah. he gets to be like, oh, yeah, like, you picked against me. Or, you know what I'm saying? I did it better than you. You hear what I'm saying? Like, I want to beat up Deontay Wilder. You picked <laughs> against me. <laughs> <laughs> that was spot on. Uh, he, yeah. he don't like it. But look, I got a professional to say <laughs> they like spot it. spot on. So um, a couple, what, weeks off or days off? What are you doing? You know, I mean, I, I'm, uh, I still got my water in the car. Usually, I bring my big gallon in with me. You know, so I'm, uh, I'm staying. Man, the hardest part is you don't want to fall out of shape. Mm -hmm. Man, you, you, you really enjoy being in shape, man, and and getting back to where you was at. 
oh, that's miserable, dog. Because then you gotta, you still gotta elevate. You gotta get better every time, right? So like, uh, no, I'm, I'm gonna stay. I'm staying close to the gym now. I'm staying close to like what I've been doing. And then, um, yeah, I'm just taking this week. They, you know, they told me to take two weeks and then come back. Wade, Coach Wade did, but uh, you know, I'm gonna reach out to him uh, next week and we're gonna get something like kind of a game plan going forward. Is it too early in your career to think about like, oh, I got this win. I'm going to go to Mexico for a week and decompress and then come back. Is that too soon? Is Are you still like, nah, I'm on grind mode still? Nah, nah, nah. I don't think it's, I don't think it's ever too soon, man. Don't let, don't let the world uh, bully you into like saying what you need to do. Um, but yeah, there is a certain amount of sacrifice uh, that come with this sport and anything you want to do to be great at it. So, uh, yeah, you know, taking off or something like that. Maybe I'll take a, maybe I'll take my first real vacation sometime in November. Um, I'm looking to do something. But By real vacation, you mean uh, actual stamp? Yeah. Nah, no, you was, yeah. A, you was well, you oh, know, well, I, well, that's not a vacation. Yeah, you don't yeah, consider Sam. being over there for sparring in the UK or any of those places abroad a vacation. Yeah, yeah that, that'd be work. You know, I, I need something tropical in my life, man. Mm -hmm. I think that'd be the most beautiful thing right now for me. Just, I feel that. Yeah. I'm with you. I love tropical uh, weather. What? What? Where would you consider? Oh, Jamaica. Oh yes. Yeah, we going to Jamaica. Bro, I love the grill, man. You gotta visit the Seven Mile Beach in the grill. It's amazing. Oh. Like, you're not gonna get any. Well, I mean, if you spend the money, you'll probably get some nice resorts in the grill, but they're not a lot. But that beach, Word. seven miles of blue, clean, clear, amazing water. See? If you Google it too, it's like. It's always on one of the uh, those lists of the best beaches in the world, yeah, I'm which I'm is cool note. too because you figure the rest of those are like in the Mediterranean and in Bali, all that stuff like that. So to, on the other side of the world, exactly. Yeah. So to be able to go to Jamaica and see one of the best beaches in the world is is amazing. So you should definitely oh, check yeah. that out. Oh yeah, man. Hey, wherever I go, man, I ain't gonna be on no type of time, man. You know, I'm just not thinking about vacation, man. You you make plans, but you don't stress about nothing. For sure, man. So, uh, obviously, I don't think that we got entirely through the ESPN uh, card and, and, and you know, your entire ranking. I feel like you went yourself at one, Big Baby two, Richard Torres three. Yeah, and that's only because I feel like, you know, Torres, that's what Torres does. You know what I'm saying? Like, especially, like, you know, with the... With the opponent, you know what I'm saying? You got to do what you got to do. You, you're going to make it look how it looks. But, like, you know, I don't want to give too much away. These guys know what they need to do, and maybe they don't. You know what I'm saying? But um, I don't know. I, I will say one thing, though. Uh, what's his name? Mark, uh, one, of the, one of the commentators. Mark Chinook? No, Chinook. Mark Kriegel. Kriegel. Mark guy Kriegel. Oh. Yeah, so I'm, uh, I'm watching my fight back, and I mean, um, you know, I'm listening to him, and, and everybody's always on the, oh, he's a late star, he's a late star, da 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 but like, you know, we in a professional boxing match, man. I got six rounds, you know, so I'm taking my time. I'm doing what I'm doing. I'm analyzing. And then when, when it starts to open up, when it starts to fight, starts to build up, wow, I take my shot. And that's all she wrote. Um, he's over here comparing me to Torres and Antonio Morales because we had bouts in the amateurs. But, uh, you know, last time I checked, you know, one of them dudes uh, that he's comparing me to, he got dropped. You know what I'm saying? Why are you sitting here talking? I, I ain't been dropped in spawn. I ain't been dropped in the amateurs. I ain't been dropped in the professionals. So, 
I don't know if it's because of like they signed with Top Rank and you know they gotta you know big them up. up, big them up. But I'd be like, man, that's some real hating <laughs> stuff. So I used to be beefing with fighters, but you know what I'm saying? I'm gonna take on this analyst real quick. Hey, you know what I'm saying? Don't worry about it, Devin Haney. It's... Devin Haney signed a top rank in ESPN, and he that he don't, they don't even got him on the pound for pound list, and he undisputed. Yeah, this is true. That's wow. This that's is wild. true. So yeah, you know what? With a grain of salt, people can think what they're gonna think. I'm gonna do what I keep doing, and uh, yeah, uh, it's a lovely thing. Let me get some heavyweight predictions out of you before we let you go. Obviously, there's a lot of rumors circulating that Daniel Dubois is going to get. On. Before we get to the predictions, could we get his thoughts on some of the fights that just happened? Because I want your thoughts on the Big Bang fight with mm. Philip Hergovy. That was amazing. I made <sighs> yeah. Dodo. Ding. I knew it. Yo, they, how they going to think that big man's going to get knocked out in five and a half rounds? That's insane, bro. That's I watched that insane. dude spar. He too big, man. They lost money. The bookies were wrong. <laughs> yeah, I know you've been high on Zang for a minute, and I mean, um, he, you know what? I ain't gonna say he got robbed, but I thought he won that fight. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I was looking at the TV like, bro, what? You know what? Like, uh, who knows? You know. But um, yeah, I, I think uh, they definitely slept on Zang. I think everybody thinks about that Jerry Forrest fight. That's right. And um, you know, that wasn't the, the guy who fought Jerry Forrest. No doubt. But both of them put on a hell of a performance. They took some hellacious beating between each other back and forth. I thought Zane pulled it out. Um, I think majority of people thought, you know, if it was going to go that anyway. But you can't give up those later rounds. Not not in that way. It was crazy. Uh -huh. I felt like he gave up the last three. I mean, you can look on his face. He he coasted for sure on that last one. Like, yeah, it's in the bag. You know. Uh. How would you deal with his size and weight, because I feel like that's what wears down on you. Uh -huh. is, is is someone that big in those clinches, leaning, you know, having a tussle with a guy like that? Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, like I say, I'm still in my development process. If you watch my last fight, I was able to just continue to walk forward and just wait for my opportunity. To, you know, I was just, you know, catching shots here, moving here. You know, a lot of people they they always ask me because a lot of people watch me in the amateur they. They remember me as being a real athletic guy, moving and stuff. And, you know, I haven't had to resort to that um, in a lot of my fights or anything like that. Um, but you got to be able to make adjustments. If you are a fighter, you I got to interrupt because I just want yeah. a little bit of clarity. So when you mean athletic, you you look like a Keith Thurman? Yo, I mean, I'm pretty nice with my feet. I mean, I, I can always go back to that. Uh, okay. You know, I can I can actually, like... If, but why do I need to go backwards? Why do I need to take these, you know, like to a reasonable amount? Like, uh, you know, if I'm, um, you got to know what you need to do in a fight. And that's what I think being a professional boxer consists of. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Doing what's necessary. Knowing when to box, knowing when to fight. Blase, blase, blase. Um, but yeah, so a guy like that, of course, you know what I'm saying? You don't want to stand there and trade with him. You don't want to, you know, give him these opportunities. Um, you know, I think I lie. Uh, fucking F.A. Uh, Frank Sanchez, you know, how that played out. You know, Frank is a really skilled mover. So, I mean, you're not going to give those guys a chance to really mm -hmm. touch you, you know. But, yeah, these are things I'm it Takes a lot on. of stamina, though, to move like that, especially in a heavyweight <sighs> fight because you guys are so big that, Facts. you know, you, you cut the ring off easier. You make a big ring look gets small. It gets small. It's like a... They say in Oklahoma, like a cow walking into a barn, you know what I'm saying? Mm. A bull walking into a barn. The barn gets small real quick. 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's the heavyweight division, man. It's a beautiful monster. Um, we'll see when we cross that path. I ain't worried about it. Well, uh, I want to get to some of these uh, predictions. Obviously, Daniel Dubois um, just got a win over Trevor Bryan. He has a WBA regular, I believe. And uh, there's rumors of a possible Dillian White fight who magically appeared in the number four in the WBA. How's that fight play out? Dubois all day. Really? Yeah. I mean, the kid is just cracking too much, you know? I mean, oh, he you hits. sparred him too, right? Yeah, yeah, I've been a part of his camp, you know? And um, I like this shot that he put Trevor D Bryan down with. Mm -hmm. That was something new from him. Uh, you know, it was a it was a good left hook angle um, that he took. But I just feel like, yeah, he's going to touch him. He's going to get to him. Uh, Dillian is just uh, where he's at right now in his career is that chin ain't holding like it's supposed to. You know, everybody's dropping them with the uppercut, you know. Did so, you spar did you spar him for the uh Trevor? For the Trevor fight? Yeah, yeah, I was out in his camp. Okay. But what about that was a shove, man. Like I know Fury hit him, but he He I gave me you know, that brain had to bounce <laughs> off that 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 brain. That man. shit was hard. Yeah, that was you know what? I mean I I spar with Fury as well and I'm watching the fight at um I think we watched that Twin Peaks or something. I was like, yo, he's literally carrying this man at this point. Because um, you know a, you know, a, you can gauge a guy's intensity. You can see what they're doing, sharing the ring with him. And I'm like, he hasn't even, he, he's a master at defense. He's a master boxer. Mm -hmm. He hasn't even turned it on yet. Um, so that fight couldn't have played out any other way, even despite the shove. The shove was a little, little much, you know, that last little disrespectful. But there ain't too many, what too many complaints when he got up. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh -huh. I mean, he, he he complained, but since you brought up Fury, obviously it looks like they are hammering out all the details in the negotiations to make that undisputed fight with Usyk. They're talking February for the Super Bowl weekend. What's your thoughts on that one? Who gets it? Uh, yeah, uh, you know, shout out Fury. He is the guy I think he takes it still, but it's not as easy of a fight as people are trying to make it out to sound. So it's not just... He's the bigger man and do what Joshua didn't do. Be the bigger man. Bully that little guy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, I feel like it'll, it will, it will start to take over in the end. You know what I'm saying? It will start to show, um, just because he has such a broader skill set than Joshua, obviously. Um, but to Usyk's credit, his competitive nature. I heard he was doing like uh, 15 rounds of sparring out there, and he had some really good quality heavyweights in his camp. Uh, we just got to see how it plays out, man. He's a mover. So you not thinking of pick? No, no, no. I may, I pick Fury. Okay. I pick Fury. You know, size, advantage, you know what I'm saying, the boxing skills. But, like, when you put these two master boxers together, man, it's going to be a – I think it's going to be a beautiful thing to watch, man. I think it's going to be a pretty be a interesting – Fight. I, I think it's going to be a chess match. I think it's going to be something similar to what we saw when he fought Vlad. I think it's going to be not... Um, if he tries to box Fury, he's going to get jabbed up. What's he going to do? He, he don't get bro, in at all? Vlad had the best jab. Like, bro, he would jab you for 8 to 12 rounds and knock you out from 8 to 12. Like, that was his MO for 12 years. Yeah. Like, well, HBO didn't even want him because it's like, bro, you get knockouts in the 10th. Like, no one wants to stick around. It's jab, jab, jab. Then Fury came in there and showed him, your jab ain't dominant. And got longer. Yeah, longer. Peppered Better movement. It was only 84 punches landing that horrible fight, but, you know. 
He yeah. made it. He made it happen. Yeah, I mean, we can see this about Usyk. You know what I'm saying? Like everything you think you know about boxing with him, he's doing something different, man. Mm. He's not being in the ring with somebody and you know looking at it on the television. I can shout at him and be like, yeah, man, just. <laughs> Yo, he ain't there. He ain't there to be hit. So he not going to just be standing in front of that long fury jab. He going to be trying to take his angle. Who knows if he can close the distance and keep it, you know, respectfully enough without getting, you know, battered on the way in or something. But, so, but we just got to see. I, so let me ask you Fury this. loves inside fighting, too. He's, he's good, good at it. At it too. Let me, he's good at it, Let me ask you this. Did you expect to see Usyk do what he did in the first AJ fight after seeing him fight? Fucking Witherspoon and Chisora. Negative. Negative. I mean, he literally... But you know what? They say something about when you go into a championship fight, you get up, like, the level. Like, if you even fight somebody, you know what I'm saying, that ain't but Jer- the guy. But, like, Jeremiah, if that's the case, how, how can you base it that much off one guy? Look at the improvement, though. That's what I'm saying. It wasn't but just... But that's with one guy. He didn't look... I felt like I felt like he looked more impressive in both Joshua fights than he did in fucking the Chisor and the Witherspoon fight, and he stopped Witherspoon. Agreed. And I was in person. Those two fights that he had a heavyweight had me believing he wasn't a heavyweight. I thought Joshua was going to knock him out in the first fight. That's what I'm saying. So you coming into the the, the division, you coming up, you getting your bearings, and then once he figured out what works for him, yo, look at when he picked the gloves. He walked in, mm, yeah, these gloves. You know, he he knows what works for him, and he is training at the level it takes to sustain there. Look at his body. In the Witherspoon fight, he didn't look as solid. He didn't look as put together as he did for those Joshua 1 and 2, even with the Chisora fight. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, you get up for big-time moments. Mm-hmm. Anytime I fight on, I know the, I know I'm on ESPN, mama, yo. You know what I'm saying? I, you get up for big moments. You do big things on big stages, and that's what a champion do. Mm. Well, hold on, hold on, really quick though. Staying on what Fury uh, Usyk? I, I I gotta ask though. Usyk <laughs> was coming off from being an undisputed champion. Now I know he moved up, no longer has you know the undisputed crown at cruiser, but ain't being cruiserweight champion a big moment? Like wouldn't he get up when now he's moving up and he knows like they think I'm small, they gonna be coming for me? What was that? What was that? Tim Witherspoon fought. What was that fight for them? Chicago. Yeah, yeah, okay. So, like, back alley compared to what he's used to, right? Now, yeah. I'm not uh, saying... In what way? I'm... Because I'm, so, I was there. I was there. There was eight, 9,000 uh, uh, Ukrainian-Americans. That's dope. But he just, you know, like, big-time moments, man. The world is watching Joshua Usyk. Like, that, that... I'm with you. That moment is so much bigger. Like, it, even if... Because here's the thing, like... You know, you get used to a certain level of celebrity, yeah, and when they on that on that level. And then he got the fight, you know what I'm saying? And he had the opportunity. So, like, uh, when you got so much more pressure, so much more flash on you, you know, it's a it's such a big time. Like, you, he he know, he probably sparred, I think he sparred the homie Johnny Rice uh, in preparation for his first fight at heavyweight, you know? Um, and he was sparring with some other guys, but, like, you know, he's relying on his talents, what he naturally does, and all this other stuff. But once the moment gets even bigger, you got to go to a level that's even... You just got to go to a level. You know what I'm saying? I look feel- at look at Wilder Fury 3. That's so much on the line. Both of those guys went to a level. I was sparring with Fury, 
And I didn't recognize the man who was in the ring. I was like, wow, this is amazing. So every time I get a chance to be in the ring now, that's the only thing that goes through my mind. I got to do something crazy like they did. You know, I got to come with that intensity, you know? Mm. Did you spar? Um, you said that was for the third fight you sparred, Fury? Yeah, 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 did for you the spar, third fight. Did, did you spar Jared in that camp? No, I didn't. Okay. No, I, so I was in I was in that pre-camp, kind of like when he first popped up. Okay. Then I was sparring with uh, Frank, you know, and being a part of his situation with F.A., and then uh, Fury was in Vegas still rolling, so I was in San Diego for okay. the meat of it. But, you know, like I say, uh, you get up for the moment, man. Uh, it's, it's just so much different, man. I don't, you know, like, mm. imagine you've been playing your whole life, and it's like, ah, uh, yeah. No, I mean, you're the fighter. You're the one that can describe it, right? You know, yeah. like, for us, it's just, like, for me, I'm like, damn, bro, like, you was on the biggest level. Like, you was the undisputed cruiserweight champion. It was a hell of a run. Yeah. You know, um... And, okay, the first fight was supposed to be Tyrone Spawn. Uh -huh. And then I want to say he popped hot, if I'm not yeah, mistaken. Yeah. And then uh, with the Spoon last minute replacement. And, bro, I'm from Chicago, let me tell you. So that fight really surprised me because for the first time in my life, I'm like, damn, Chicago has Ukrainians. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I'm like, you got eight, 9,000 people going crazy for you. The most you've ever had in America at this point in your career and it was a uh, it was a snoozer. Yeah, you, you okay? Last thing I'll say. So you know, a lot of fighters usually end up losing in a stay busy fight. That's true. They'd be like, "Oh yeah, it's a stay busy fight." You know what? You know? Actually, uh, yeah. I was just saying. It seems like uh, Louis Cubaseri Cuba Series versus uh, Devin Alexander's brother after the biggest Vaughn, win of his career, Vaughn. he loses and, to Vaughn. And he he, I mean, uh, Jared Hurd was supposed to come off, and he was supposed to fight. You know, J Rock in his home in his hometown, but I ain't even gonna call J Rock a a, a a stay busy. I'll say Cuba Arias. That was mm -hmm. supposed to be a stay busy. That's yeah. when he was coming off the long layoff, and and obviously came up short in that one. So no, I mean, uh, sometimes we as fighters will do everything in our power to mess up opportunity. Man, it sucks, you know. But it's just be human, man. Mm. You know, but you gotta stay locked in. Let me get a few more predictions before Danny uh, goes back to Fury. Mm. Uh, obviously, Wilder made his prediction on Andy versus uh, Lewis. Who do you got? You know, I've sparred with both of these. Well, did some sparring with Ruiz, not not heavily. Like, I was in um, Ortiz's camp. Oh, so they didn't break out the, the suit and hook you up to a ring? <laughs> no, we didn't do the cameras? No, no. That, I didn't get the special VIP uh, package to go on the yacht with him and stuff. Um, but, um, nah, nah. Uh, I think Andy... I think Andy is tough. I feel like Ortiz, I think Ortiz might still, because he's such a master boxer. They both have a style that's come forward. Ortiz is going, if you come in on Ortiz, he knows how to find the button. You know what I'm saying? He knows how to turn off the lights. He knows how to, he's, he's a great boxer. You mm -hmm. know, this dude, uh, Ruiz, hadn't sparred with a, uh, no, he hadn't uh, fought a southpaw. Um, and they both going to come forward, you know? I think Andy comes in a little heavier, though. It's such a pick on fight, man, but I'll go ahead and take Ortiz on this myself, Oh, too. wow. All right. So, uh, shout out to Deontay Wilder. So, speaking of Wilder, what about him versus Hellenius, former, obviously, sparring partner? So, there's some familiarity there, but uh, does Wilder have enough after those three tough fights with Tyson Fury to get it done over Hellenius, who's coming over two knockouts himself over a good heavyweight in Adam Kovnaki? 
Yeah, absolutely. And that's it's the spirit of Deontay. You know what I'm saying? It's it's the fighter in him. So he's gonna he's he's already thinking about climbing his way back. You know, he has something left to prove. You know, it's I feel like it's a it's a pride thing. It's not it's not for the bread, it's not for anything else, it's for what he does for the people. But to Hellenius's credit, this is his big time moment. So uh it won't be your sparring partner, Hellenius. It's gonna be dude trying to take you out of there. So it, it's a very dangerous fight for him. Do you think someone that you have been sparring with for numerous fights can ever beat you in a real fight? I mean, no, not like uh, you know, like I say, like for can, instance, you and Johnny Rice, I'm sure have sparred countless times, being from the same gym. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, like if the headgear goes off and the gloves get reduced, do you? I mean, because Johnny it's does hit fucking hard. Yo, I mean, no. Johnny's no. big as hell. <laughs> hell yeah, Johnny big as hell. Yeah, Johnny. And it's the heavyweight division. One punch can change anything. But I'm Johnny, just saying, Johnny you got that familiarity. You're not going to say Johnny going to beat you. No, no, you can't say that, of course. But but here's the thing. Like, when you do know somebody, you know what I'm saying? When you know them, you, you know, know their them. tendencies. Yeah, you know them. So, like, uh, it's not good to just, you know, be everybody's spawn partner and then try to fight these guys, too. Like I say, that's a hell of a risky fight because it, it's not your spawn partner. And he's familiar with some of the things you might bring to the table. The hardest thing to do in boxing is to break tendencies, yeah? Who hmm. have who have you sparred with the most in your career? <sighs> most. I mean, Johnny yeah, Rice. definitely John. I mean, yeah, definitely. Okay. You know, we've we put a lot of rounds in, but I would say uh I would say Johnny. So you just said obviously through that sparring, you get to learn and pick up on tendencies, you know, uh traits and things like that. How long did it take you sparring with Johnny? How many rounds to pick up on what he does, what he doesn't do, kind of figure him out? Now, I figure out guys pretty quickly. That's always been my gift. You know, whether I can, like, capitalize on everything like that, that's a part of my learning curve. Mm. But um, I do figure out guys. But here's the thing, too. We start to know each other. We Man, we would spar. Rodney have a spar Monday, Wednesday, Friday. And we would just be me, him, and this other heavyweight professional, Skylar. And we beating each other down, dog. And as soon as another heavyweight walk in there, uh, we light them up. Because, I mean, <laughs> we was just ready. You know what I'm saying? That's one thing. I want to get back to the trenches. I want to get back to that type of work. Um, you know, don't want to lose my career to sparring. So I don't want to go too crazy with it because that's, it's the it's it's the wear and tear on the body, yeah? Mm -hmm. But, you know, there was nothing like that uh, level. And now, you know, they're talking about, oh, I didn't see the punch. It's because, yeah, I'm getting that work, baby. Yeah, man. Got to stay, uh, like you said, ready so you ain't got to get ready. Um, am I missing any other heavyweight fights before we close out? Not off the top. Oh, yes. Joe Joyce and... Uh, Joseph Parker. Uh, we Joseph just had Parker. Joe Joyce in your seat yesterday. Oh, yeah. I I'm picking Joyce in that one. He's yeah. too big, too strong, and, and, and he just got scary after that Dubois fight. To be able to do that with a jab, you just got to respect a guy like that. Facts. Facts. I mean, you know, he didn't need any other punch. And, uh, you know, I seen him at the tail fight. Uh, I'm looking to try. Well, I don't know when his when his fight. Why he wants to spar? We know him. No, no, no. I, yeah, they uh, they reached we was, out. Yeah, we we reached Sep out. We talked. Yeah, September 24th is the fight. Okay. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Maybe uh, when I get back or something like that. But he looks in phenomenal shape. He is, and um, he's tall, bro. His six six is big. Yeah, yeah. He's a his solid six six guy. feels like six nine, man. <laughs> he's a solid solid yeah. individual, man. So yeah, I got him. Um, right. He's working. He is, he's working. Too let me hard. tell you. Just so you know, when you get in there, uh -huh. he going to that body. 
Oh, facts. He's a heavyweight that loves that body, them yeah. uppercuts, and it's always in two. Yeah, I was going to say, mm. always in combination. Always. He never just... Uh-uh. He runs his hands. Yeah, he he has a phenomenal work rate. You know, I think it'll just... it'll He can box. He can do a lot. He has the... Uh, he has that factor over Parker. I see why they call him Juggernaut now. It never really made sense, but, like, he doesn't... Like, he'll get hit. Like, I watched him spar Johnny, Hunter, and, like, he's getting hit, but he's still coming mm. forward. And then I don't mean he's getting hit, like, on some dummy shit, but, you know. If he take a shot, he, he take coming. He's he yeah. still yeah. coming to you. Shot. You know, some, sometimes you take, a, you take one to give a couple. Yeah. You know, if he, if he letting off, because, like he's saying, he'll let off three, four shots. In the midst of that, he getting... He might get caught, mm-hmm. but he letting off, you know, uh, a number of shots. I so. think his downfall, and obviously outside looking in, I ain't no fighter, right? That's all you. It's implemented, but I feel like because of that high guard, or fighters in general, not just Joyce, you using this high guard peekaboo shit, you going to get out jabbed. Mm, yeah. It takes you too long but to the come jab here. Uh-huh. The jab is just always on there, knocking on that door, and it's like, Eventually, you don't even want to remove your hands from there because you know you're getting hit. Yeah. So, I don't know, can someone do that to Joyce? Because he obviously showed his jab is amazing as well. But if you can be busier, one has to assume he will keep those hands where they're always at, which is in that high guard. Facts. Uh, but did you pick? You picking Joyce, Joyce too? Joyce, we're all going Joyce. We're done then. No more heavyweight fights, right? That's it. Damn. Does Wilder become champion again? Two-time? He could do it. AJ? Three time? AJ is going to be chasing, man. You know, so mental for him, man. Mm. You know, he's, he's, he's so, look, look, when you look into like the build up, man, it's all about the build up. Build up will tell you everything you need to know about what's going to happen. Because they do a good job with all that all excess crap. He's like, everything he's doing is so branded. Like, oh, make sure. Make sure that this bottle is in the picture. Make sure you can see it in the background. You you know it's an ad. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And then you walk in this wire of, you know, that's why he had his meltdown at the end, you know? Crazy. Uh, crazy meltdown. Dude. I got to get your thoughts, man, because you're a heavyweight. You haven't won a world title, but do you think losing the keys to the kingdom, because he had the keys to the kingdom, like no matter what Wilder and Fury doing, we all knew the big fight was with AJ. He's the cash cow of the heavyweight division. He brings the big dog money, the Saudi money. Right. You know, he brings the money. But can something make you... Because he, he threw the yeah. belts out the ring. Yo, like, he melted bro. down, melted down. Yeah, he said something strange. Like, the system failed me or something. Like, like what? He got at yeah. everybody. He got, yeah. a, he got at Loma. At Loma. <laughs> Yo. No, he give got... me the flag, bro. No, 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 no. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> like, yeah, mate. Chill out, mate. You know. Um, but no, no, I mean, like, here's the thing, man. He's reading these blogs. You could tell he's reading these blogs. He's seeing what people are saying. Oh, so imagine your entire career gets summed up in one fight. You know what I'm saying? Everything. Mm-hmm. He ain't did it since he was a child. But now all of his hard work is, you know, people are going to look at him. And they ain't going to look at you like, champ. They're going to be like, yeah, champ. But you know what I'm saying? They ain't with that respect. You know? That's so. the toughest part about this sport. Like, look how long he was dominating. Like, from an economical standpoint, uh, as a face of the sport. Like, outside of Canelo, people think about Anthony Joshua. Facts. You know, the, yeah. he's these are the big, big draws. And no um, the fact that you can lose and people think you're done, they think it's over. This sport is so brutal. 
Nah, it's not forgiven. So like I said, I don't like I said, I don't make no excuses for the little time that I've been here because I'm here now. Mm. You know what I'm saying? But you know, for a guy like Joshua, what he should have did was he should have left Hollywood. Hollywood, his Hollywood was the UK. You got to get out of the trend. Wait, you know? are you saying that because you read what what Robert said, or is that your own? Because Robert said the same thing. Like, look, if he wants to win, he's got to leave the UK, come to California, let me train him over here. Basically, he said he got to get in the trenches. And he used the word competitive, competitive uh, competition, which means he wasn't getting no good sparring. He's like, oh. man, come to California. We're going to do it right. Get you some real competitive sparring. No, no, I didn't I didn't read that. Mm. That's just me looking at it. You know what I'm saying? Like, you look at boxing. I look at boxing like a history book, man. So I've studied boxing. That's why I've been able to, you know, get faster. I've been able to climb faster. You know, my skills is catching up with my education. Mm. So, like... You know, Muhammad Ali, he built himself an entire compound away from, you know, everybody. He isolated himself in the woods, man. There's a saying about, like, yo, it's kind of hard to get up in the morning whenever I'm laying in these silk sheets, yo. I'm going to just run tomorrow. You know, and I mean, like, yo, he definitely has a dedication to do it. But, like, you're in the U.K. where you're the most recognized person ever. And people are going to constantly be like, that's it, champ. You're doing it, champ. Good job, champ. And I mean, like, you know... This ain't no special treatment type of business, Man, you know. I don't want to hear that. It's all about it's all it's all on the individual and the discipline. Because how many motherfuckers never in their career leave away for camp? Floyd was going to the strip club, remained disciplined throughout his career. <laughs> so my man was special. eating Big Macs before yo. Nah. Well, no, nah, not Big think. Macs. It was uh, where him and Ti had to fight at, Bo. Yeah, the fat, the fat burger. Fat, burger, fat burger. Yeah, burger. shout out to Fat Burger. Uh-huh. Nah, y'all remember the All Access? My boy definitely ate a Big Mac before <laughs> hot yoga. Look, oh. man, but this is why Floyd is TBE. You know what I'm saying? People will fight Floyd and retire. They'll fumble after they fight Floyd. You sure. know? Do you leave away for camp or do you stay in Las Vegas? Nah, my mentality is still the yeah, trenches. I'm not. He's I'm also not. from Tulsa, though. Yeah. It's different. He's already removed himself I've from his hometown. Yeah, he, if I was he's back not home. in London. He's in Vegas. He's not in Tulsa. He's in Vegas. You know what I'm saying? Dude, I, I get so much love when I go back home, man. People trying to drag me here. It, it does, it, it's a lot. It's a lot. But, I, yeah, I don't have any uh, vices here, man. I don't really know too many people already. And I'm not no millionaire fighter. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So, like, Andy still Ruiz. Grinding. I'm still grinding, man. You know what I'm saying? And I got I to gotta soul search whenever I do hit that stage. You know what I'm saying? Because look what happened to Andy in the beginning of his coming out to the yeah, world. Yeah, 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 yeah. He got you caught fumbled. up in the limelight. You fumble, man. Get but, caught up in all that. You know, glam and glitter. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so like I say, man, it ain't about making an excuse for anybody, but that was only, that's why I'd be like, yo, people take whatever they want to say about Floyd. Man, imagine just coming back and you got real killers after you, after you already made 200 million. You know? Shout out to Floyd. You know what I'm saying? That's just, that's a remarkable career. Mm. You know? There's only few, very few people that could do that. Absolutely. Well, Jeremiah, I want to believe those are all the questions we do. Thank you uh, for coming out. And uh, we will obviously continue to wish you the best in your career. We look forward to hearing a new announcement. Hopefully on the Jake Paul card. Yeah, and, that, and now that you're back at Bones, man, I got to go see you spar, man. Yeah, yeah, you know how it is. See you work in general. See you work in general. Yeah, we'll make that happen. We'll definitely got to make that happen soon. I know we've been back and forth with it, so. For sure. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Well, Jeremiah, thank you very much. 
Yeah, well, we're going to go ahead and take a picture with Jeremiah and wrap up this interview. I want to thank everybody tuning in, whether it's the future, present, or past. Don't forget to hit that thumbs up button. This is The Boxing Voice. I am your host, Nesta Gibbs, joined alongside Rimwalk Danny. Yes, sir. And we are The Boxing Voice on all social media and streaming platforms. And we'll be back tomorrow with another episode. Two of them. Peace.